Hey there, everybody. I'm Milan Jordan, and welcome back to the MMA Daily Blitz, part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, check out our YouTube page. Be sure to follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. All right, a light weekend around the world of mixed martial arts once again. Uh, we had the UFC and ABC3 event on Long Island. It's an event that had six second-round finishes. Kind of an anomaly there. It's tying for the most in UFC history uh, with UFC 185 Pettis versus Dos Anjos. All right, let's get things going with the main event. There was a featherweight bout, a uh, number one contender fight, possibly at the 145-pound division for Alexander Volkanovsky's uh, title. Yair Rodriguez taking on Brian Ortega. This had the makings to be a great fight. Uh, Rodriguez got some shots in early. Ortega tried to control the fight against the fence. Uh, but late in the first round, uh, the two fighters, they were scrambling. Uh, Rodriguez was seeking an armbar. And then when Ortega pulled back to escape, his right shoulder popped out. And the referee had to stop the fight due to injury, uh, giving Rodriguez a TKO victory. So very anticlimactic finish to this card. Uh, this right shoulder is the same shoulder that Brian Ortega, Ortega dislocated back in 2016. He had to have surgery on that, so we'll see how long he's out with this latest injury. Meanwhile, for Yair Rodriguez, he wins for the 12th time in his last 15 bouts, and he could be in line for a title shot against Alexander Volkanovsky, but Volkanovsky had surgery to repair a boat broken thumb last week so Dana White said in the post-fight press conference that he would be open to a Yair Rodriguez Josh Emmett interim title fight while Volkanovsky heals from surgery so we shall see the co-main event was a strawweight matchup uh, Amanda Lemos against Michelle Watterson Gomez the karate hottie Lemos displayed her power throughout this fight. Uh, Watterson Gomez scored a takedown late in round one. Uh, she went in for another in round two, but Lemos defended it beautifully by turning that into a guillotine choke, ending the fight at 148 of the second round. Uh, it's the 10th finish of Lemos's career, uh, the third by submission, as you know, this noted striker, the Brazilian striker, continues to showcase the improvement in her grappling game. Meanwhile, for Michelle Watterson Gomez, she has now lost four of her last fights. Elsewhere on the card, on the main card, in the welterweight division, we had Li Jingliang against Muslim Salikov. Uh, Salikov was pushing the pace early and kept trying spinning back kicks. He's a big 170-pounder, very compact. Uh, the second round was back and forth when Jingliang landed a big right that rocked Salikov, and then he pounced on him to finish the fight. And this was Jing Liang's eighth knockout win in the UFC. Very impressive performance by the Chinese fighter. And on to the flyweight division, 125-pound matchup between Matt Schnell and Sumu Diarji. Uh, the first one was close, but Sumu Diarji uh, was dominating round two, continuously rocking Schnell with vicious elbows and punches. That looked like the fight was going to end at any moment. Uh, Schnell was rocked. He was woozy, lost his legs a little bit, then didn't go completely down, uh, just showing his toughness on full display. And after taking shot after shot from Sumu Darji, Schnell was able to recover and, and get the mounts on Sumu, uh, Sumu Darji. Uh, he laid down some really, really good ground and pound before sinking a triangle choke to win the fight. This is a comeback for the ages by Matt Schnell as he ends up winning this fight via submission at 424 of the second round. 
onto a featherweight matchup. Uh, Shane Burgos against Charles Jourdain. Uh, Burgos won the first two rounds, uh, but before a desperate Jourdain just absolutely unloaded on Burgos for almost the entire round. One that could have easily gone 10-8 for Jourdain. Uh, all these shots that Jourdain was just unleashing almost put Burgos away, but he ends up surviving the bell and he ends up winning the fight by majority decision 29-28, 29-28, and 28-28. The opening fight on the main card was a flyweight division matchup. Lauren Murphy against Misha Tate making her 125-pound debut. When Bruce Buffer was introducing the fighters to kick off the main card, Murphy looked all business, and Tate was enjoying the moment, as she usually does. And everyone in this fight was talking about Misha Tate and her, and her uh, flyweight debut. No one was really talking about Lauren Murphy, but uh, Lauren Murphy was definitely focused and and really in tune in this fight. Uh, the first two rounds, they were competitive, but I would give both of those to Lauren Murphy. Uh, she ended up busting Tate's nose in the second round. And as a matter of fact, uh, Misha Tate's left eye started to swell up big time from taking hard punch after hard punch after hard punch from uh, Lauren Murphy. The third round was more of the same as the fight ends up going the distance. And this goes in favor of Lauren Murphy. She wins by unanimous decision. This is arguably... The biggest win of Lauren Murphy's career, uh, scoring, a, again, a unanimous decision over Misha Tate. Murphy said she changed camps and tried a different approach for this fight, and it really worked. It really came out aces in this uh, this performance. It's an excellent performance by Lauren Murphy. This certainly uh, reinvigorated her and refocused her on someday possibly becoming flyweight champion. All right, let's take a look at some news and notes around the world of MMA. Nate, Nate, Nate Diaz was, of course, in the news last week saying the UFC is holding him hostage from fulfilling the last fight of his contract, uh, saying, saying he's willing to fight anyone, but the UFC has not given him any fight offers that he would want. Well, Dana White, of course, refuted those comments in Saturday's post-fight press conference. Well, now we get news that our long national nightmare could be over. Uh, reports came out Tuesday afternoon that a fight between Nate Diaz and Hamzat Chemaev has been verbally agreed to main event UFC 279 on September 10th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Diaz, of course, is uh, one of the UFC roster's most popular fighters. He hasn't fought since June of 2021 when he lost in Leon Edwards by unanimous decision. His second straight defeat inside the octagon, by the way. Meanwhile, Chemaev, he has uh, emerged as a fan favorite since making his UFC debut in 2020. He's just absolutely ruthless in the octagon. He's a perfect 5-0 in the UFC, 11-0 overall in MMA, vaulting Chemaev to third in the UFC welterweight rankings. And Chemaev is just a vicious striker. He has got great takedown, uh, excellent grappling skills, uh, really good ground and pound. Basically, everything that he does, Nate Diaz doesn't like, so we'll see if this is, you know, a lot of people don't think this is a favorable matchup for Nate Diaz, but uh, again, coming out on Tuesday afternoon that this uh, matchup between Nate Diaz and Hamzat Chemaev has been verbally, verbally agreed upon uh, for two, UFC 279 in September, and this, of course, would be the final fight of Nate Diaz's contract. Over the weekend, it was announced that Islam Makachev gets his opportunity to fight for the vacant lightweight title against Charles Oliveira in Abu Dhabi at UFC 280 in October. Oliveira was stripped of the title when he failed mid-make weight ahead of his scheduled title defense against Justin Gaethje at UFC 274. That was a fight which Oliveira ended up winning via first-round rear naked choke. 
Former, speaking of the lightweight championship, former UFC lightweight champ and New Jersey native Frankie Edgar is looking to fight on the UFC 281 card at Madison Square Garden in NYC as his retirement fight. Edgar would like his farewell fight to be kind of a legacy fight against former Bantamweight champion and another surefire UFC Hall of Famer, Dominic Cruz. That would be a fun fight to watch seeing these two legends of the sport really, really go at it here uh, at MSG and and having Frankie Edgar's uh, swan song being at the world's most famous arena just you know up the road from his New Jersey home. That would be a lot of fun to see for sure. All right, folks, that'll do it. That's a wrap on this week's episode of the MMA Daily Blitz. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Appreciate you tuning in. I will talk to you later.